This is Janice. And I'm Sarah N. And we're your hosts for Explore This, a podcast for the modern day working professional. Each week, we explore actionable insights on how you can thrive personally and professionally. Hey, everyone. It's been a while since we've been back behind the microphones, just the two of us. And we wonder if you guys have missed us. Lots have happened in the past few months, and we thought we'd just sit down, have a chat, and share some recent updates and life happenings. Rewinding back to our first birthday in July, where we celebrated the time when Explore This Podcast turned one. We just want to shout out to our five winners, Christy, Amanda, Priscilla, Joseph, Sam, and Michelle, who won books from our guests, who are April, Renee, Sarah Beth Burke, Bill Burnett, Dave Evans, Liz Foslian, and Molly West Duffy. And of course, Christine McHugh. And also shout out to Aaron Lim, who won a coaching session with Renee Conklin. What a mouthful, but all in all, we just want to say congrats, guys, for participating in our giveaway. And well done, you, on winning these awesome prizes. Yes, we were so happy to have some great people win some great prizes. And obviously, we look forward to celebrating our second birthday. So this is months in advance. So keep a lookout for that. I'm sure Janice and I will come up with some great ideas. And also, you know, Janice and I are just taking some time to reflect on the months that has been one of our favorite pastimes, sitting down and reflect with a cup of tea, I'm sure, Janice. <laughs> or so coffee, some of, let's be real, coffee more likely. Our coffee, that's right. And so some of you might know this already, that Janice and I recently completed our first ever half marathon on the 25th of September. If you don't know this, are we even friends on Instagram? Yeah. No, I'm joking. Come on, guys. <laughs> So as Janice and I are recording this, we're still recovering from the 21 kilometers and wanted to use this as an opportunity to share our experience running it, especially since it was both our first time. So it was definitely a shared experience. This was something pretty special and we wanted to make sure that we record it and remember it. One day we'll look back and have a good laugh at the 21 kilometers that we were so crazy to sign up for. This decision to sign up for a half marathon, Janice, I'm not sure if you remember, it happened very randomly, Janice and Sarah and style. So Jen, I'm not sure if you remember this, but you and I were sitting in my car waiting for a takeout Indian food dinner. And this idea came to mind. You and I explored it. And next thing you know, I had done some research, found us this PJ Half Marathon that was happening in September. And consideration for us before signing up was that there was sufficient time to train. And we were obviously advised there should be at least three months prior. Even that, I think we were not confident whether or not we would have enough time for training. Do you remember that, Jen? It was like a mix of let's YOLO, but at the same time, let's not YOLO so hard and like do it next month. So when we had this chat, we we're like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect year to make it happen. So I remember that. And I remember we were being quite calculated in our decision to make sure like, okay, let's at least have a three-month runway to do it. Exactly. And we also wanted to not do it alone. We wanted to rally some close friends and we we're like, okay, let's not let people think we're crazy to do this next month. This was definitely part of my 30th birthday challenge. And we wanted to share this experience running it for the first time together. So as you can imagine, it was very memorable, which Janice and I will share about shortly. So there were a few others, including Janice, myself, Larissa, Joseph, who are running it for the first time ever. And we also had three veteran runners in our midst. So shout out to Crystal, Michelle, as well as Aaron. And not forgetting Chris, who did a 10 kilometer with us as well. So we knew that we were in very good hands among well-trained runners who could give us advice. Sarah, do you want to give our audience maybe a quick TLDR lowdown of what happened in the months leading up to it? 
basically, I remember that we had a very solid training plan that I was sharing in our group chat like three months before. We're like, okay, guys, this is the T minus 120 days, T minus 90 days. This is what the exact training plan they all follow. And frankly, I think we did quite well given life and the busyness. And so we always try to keep each other accountable in a sense that whenever we ran, we would like share our running records on the WhatsApp group chat that we shared and also on weekends, try to do longer runs. So we did that quite consistently. I think given all things, Jen, we did meet up a couple of times to do runs around the Botanical Garden, Putrajaya. That's when we ran, you know, our 8Ks, 9Ks, 10Ks and more. And yeah, it was fun to just like make that a weekend activity because during the weekdays, it was definitely shorter runs. Yeah, I think what we did pretty well was having the sort of training plan ahead. Whether or not we kept to it, the story. <laughs> Different but, matter. Yeah, but I think it was really good that at least that momentum was set up front and at least as a group, we committed to have some sort of accountability to meet up once a week on a Saturday morning and just do like an 8K. And I think it felt very doable, right? We didn't go like, oh, let's just do a 20K one day. We just sort of built it up from 5, 7, and then 8. And with this weekly momentum, I think that that did help on the day itself. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then so leading up to the week before the run, I was like, guys, it's happening next week. And we were talking about collecting race packs. And next thing you know, we arrived to the day before the run where I had sent a calendar invite, I think about a month before that, <laughs> of course, telling everyone, hey guys, this is our carb loading dinner, which we're all going to meet for the first time together and enjoy a meal. And so I think we were loading ourselves up with good, yummy pasta in Rebel Pasta. Yeah, I think that was something I was really looking forward to, like more than the actual run itself. I was like, okay, <laughs> I could do this. Carb loading, I could get behind this. So it was a good idea, Sarah. I think that actually the idea to carb load and to have a lot of pasta the night before that. So guys, tip, make sure you are well carb filled the day before. Because if anything, on the day that we were running, I definitely didn't feel hungry at any point. In fact, I felt the energy that we had from the dinner the night before, that actually gave me that fuel to, to keep going. So that was a good idea to carb load before the run. But I guess just a tip here is also to do it early, right? So we, we met at 6 p.m. We started eating at 6 p.m. Early dinner, just because we needed to make sure everything was digested before we tried to have a good sleep. Another tip that we received from a friend, shout out to Marcus, who I'm sure will quote quite a number of times. He did also drop me a text to remind me, sleep early on Friday night, which was two days before the run, because he said, heads up on the day before, the night before the run, you are not going to get any good sleep. So I was like, okay, making sure that even from Friday and Thursday night, I was sleeping as well as possible. That's such a good tip because it is true. And you reminded me this. You texted me two nights before the run and you're like, Jen, make sure you get some sleep <laughs> because you're not going to sleep tomorrow night. And it's true. I could barely sleep the night before the run because obviously like anxiety and... You're just, just like, nervous. And I'm forcing myself to sleep. I'm like, okay, you need to sleep like now because you only got seven hours left. And then it became six hours left. And yeah. And so. just overall adrenaline as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... Needless to say, yeah, get as much sleep as possible. That was one thing. Let's get into the, the exciting bit that happened. Oh my word. So on the day of the run, it was the 25th of September and it was a Sunday. We all agreed to wake up at 3 a.m. and meet at 4 a.m. Well, some people wanted to wake up at 3.45, which was <laughs> nerve-wracking to say the least. <laughs> but anyways, we woke up at 3 a.m. and... Actually, when we woke up, I remember it was not raining. But just before we left home, it was raining so, so hard. 
I'm not sure about you, Janice, but as we were in the car, Larissa, Joseph, and myself, we were in the car heading towards the PJ Dataran. And I, I remember so clearly taking a video of the rain while Joseph saying the run is going to be cancelled. Why are we making a trip all the way to PJ? And I remember saying, yeah, it's going to be cancelled. Let's just start thinking about which dim sum shop is open at this hour that we can go for an early breakfast. And I was like, literally preparing that the run was going to be cancelled. Yeah, I, I mean, at that point when I woke up, I could hear thunder. Actually, that was what woke me up. And I was thinking to myself, wait, are those wind just knocking against things or is that actual thunder? And then when I saw you guys texting in a group, it was confirmed that it's not just in the area that I was in, but it sounded like we were going to be in for a ride. When we drove out as well, the rain was so heavy that visibility was just terrible. And I too also recall thinking to myself, like surely the race would be cancelled, right? But guys, newsflash, it was not cancelled. Oh my gosh. By the time we got to the starting line, around 4.30, it was when the 30km runners were meant to be released for their run. And I remember that day was slightly delayed because of the rain as well. But nobody looked like they were cancelling any runs. And everyone was still at the starting line. And I was thinking, oh my goodness me, you know, we can't even bail now. We've come this far. And then next thing you know, they called for the 21km runners to get ready at the starting line. And next thing you know, they blew the horn. You know what? Like now, kind of thinking back about that moment, I felt like I was in like, I wasn't in my body. It felt like a dream, to be honest. Because yeah. as we were walking to the starting line, I was still telling myself, no, guys, surely this is not happening, right? Like, surely... <laughs> This is not actually happening. Are they really going to flag us off in this rain uh, that looked like... And thunder. And thunder that looked like it was getting heavier and heavier. And I was like, mm, nope, nope. I don't think this <laughs> happened. You couldn't believe it, right? Up till the moment they blew the horn, I'm like, okay, what? but surely, you know, after 5pm, <laughs> if it's still raining, we would be somehow collected by the van or something, right? <laughs> I, I definitely expected that anyways. But as we started running, I remember that I was running together with Janice and Crystal and I was following them quite closely for about four kilometers and it was still raining by then already. And I remember Crystal telling me at the starting line, she did not bring her earphones. She didn't bring a cap. She had nothing with her, but she looked so calm. So kudos to you, Chris, because she said that as the veteran half marathoner, she did say that luckily she has had experience running. Otherwise, she can imagine how flustered she would be. And I can imagine the same about myself. If I didn't have a cap, if I didn't have my earphones, everything which I prepared myself for. And imagine if I just forgot it, I would have been so thrown off because that's not what we prepared for. And we also were definitely did not prepare for the rain. No, absolutely not. It was a very surreal experience, right? Because you can prepare for everything, but at the same time, when it comes down to it, anything can happen. Like in, in Crystal's case, every time she trained with us, she had her airport and she had everything prepared. But if if that's the situation, you just got to roll with it. And she absolutely did. And yes, I have so much respect for that. Totally inspired by the fact that she powered through the 21K without music and just did it and rocked it. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, Janice, I lost you after about four to five kilometers. You just shot off in Janice style. I was like, all right, bye Jen. I'll probably see you at the finish line. So what happened for you throughout the run? Maybe walk us through the next kilometers until the 10 and the 15 km. I think for me, it was, you know, a mix of emotions, right? That disbelief that I felt at the beginning and then slowly settling into like, oh gosh, this is actually happening. And then that panic of, oh my goodness, am I going to fall sick? Ain't nobody got time to be sick because I've got so much stuff to do. And so it was all these panicky thoughts in my mind and then eventually allowing myself to get into that, that Zen mode 
and, you know, full surrender and enjoyment of the whole process. I went through like a roller coaster of emotions internally, but I would say that the beginning was tough for me, the first 5km, because I was still like trying to wrestle with the fact that this was actually happening. But yeah. at the moment, I actually accepted that this was what it was going to be. For the next 15km after that, I was in mission mode. So I only really, I think, really, really felt the cramps at the last two kilometers. That was when I was like, oh gosh, my knees are killing me. I think a lot goes to like the power of reframing and what you tell yourself as well. Yeah, how, how, like, the whole like 20km for you yeah 100% I remember at the beginning when it started getting heavier again it was like approaching the 10km mark I remember thinking to myself like as the rain started getting heavier I was trying to avoid huge puddles like for real I was just trying to run around it so that my sports shoes wouldn't get completely soaked in the water but after a while I completely gave up and I realized that there is no point avoiding it and that's when I literally like at one time of the race, I just opened my hands up and I was like, okay, let me just soak it all in. Literally, no pun intended. And took it all in and, you know, just reminded myself, well, when was the last time that you actually ran in the rain? You know, as children, Janice, we spoke about this before, as children, we always thought, don't run in the rain, you're going to fall sick. But I was like, wow, I can't stop now. You know, I'm not going to stop halfway. And also, when we were running, I half expected to see a lot of people seeking cover or seeking shade by the bus stops or I was thinking the organizers are going to be sweeping us up to say it's too dangerous to run the run is going to be cancelled but none of that happened everyone just championed on and I was also at the stage of like if the run was cancelled completely so be it right it was out of my control but the fact that we started the rain I was like there's no way I'm going to stop halfway now there was just no way so you just got to charge on I was pretty much alone all the way until about 10km where I bumped into Larissa and then I was alone again until the 17-18km mark where I bumped into Crystal and she asked me, did you have your power gels yet? And I was like, oh, I completely forgot about my power gels also because at the 10km mark, I ate two dates in the rain and then took the gel and then just like literally shot off with that booster in me and by that time the rain started slowing down and the sun was coming up and I was just remembering to bask it all in Mm. yeah Janice share with us because I think you're one of the first few from our group as well to reach the finish line what was that feeling and what was that experience like for yourself Actually, it was quite a beautiful moment. I think when the sun came on, I I kind of stopped in my tracks a little bit and I was like, whoa, surreal that for the past two hours, this was the conditions that we were running in. And to finally see the sun peek out from the clouds, you know, at the end of it. What a grand way to welcome everyone back, right? It felt very surreal, fully embracing the fact that we did it. My body carried me through this. Yeah. And I think more than anything, it was a very empowering experience, right? I would say that one of the big lessons slash reminder that I got from that was we're so much more capable than we give ourselves credit for sometimes. And honestly, I went into the whole experience, like on the day itself, I felt a bit anxious, I would say at the beginning, because I felt I didn't prepare enough, didn't manage to train as much as I'd like to. But, you know, sometimes you just got to trust your body and know that you've already done the work. Your body is already ready. These voices that for me in my head that was telling me, oh my gosh, your body's not going to be able to like carry you through 21K. You've never done it before. But surprise, like I did. I, I did it. I could do it. And yeah. so, you know, these voices, it was just a reminder to me that it might be there sometimes to protect you or, you know, in times of fight or flight, that defense mode comes up, but it's not real. So what I learned was really to just like show up 
just show up, tell yourself you got this and just give it your very best shot. And you might just end up surprising yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I remember myself, the most that I've ever ran and trained before the 21km was 15km on my birthday on the 15th of August. And I remember thinking to myself, as part of the training plan, there was something to say, run like 18km or something as close to 21km. None of us got to that, obviously. And 15km was the most. And I'm like, at 15km, I was so dead during the training. How am I going to push on for six more kilometers? You know, it just felt like... I could not comprehend it. But for myself, I remember that the night before, I actually did a visualization exercise with my boyfriend and he told me at the 15 kilometer mark, he said, your body is going into uncharted territories. So embrace it. You're going to be afraid of what might come up in that sense, but embrace it fully and trust your body. And I remember as I was approaching that 16 kilometer mark, I did like nearly shed that tears, remembering that, oh, wow, I've never done this before. But coming on, Towards the 18, 19 kilometer, I was very powered up because like I say, I took the booster gel, but also I'm like, oh my gosh, it's getting closer. I feel like I could almost smell the finishing line. And true enough, as I was approaching that 21 km mark, a friend of ours, Michelle, she was waiting at the perfect corner. I'm not sure how long before that she had reached the finish line. You know, she's a veteran runner as well. She got there. I mean, you know, she was probably waiting a good half an hour or something for me but she spotted me and she called out my name and when I spotted her I'm not even joking Janice I was sobbing in tears like literally tears I wasn't one drop of tear I was like crying just sobbing in tears joy and true disbelief that I was reaching the finish line and it was actually happening and that my body brought me there my legs brought me there And yeah, in that sense, my body and my willpower, right? Every ounce of energy that was left of me, you know, it brought me to that finish line. And when I reached the finish line, I remember just hugging Michelle and I was just going like, oh my God, thank you for coming to get me. It just meant a lot, you know? And so coming to that, I think we want to talk about some of the learnings that we've made. And so for me, one of the reminders, and Janice, I'm sure you echo this as well, is the reminder that we can do hard things. It seems like impossible when we first thought up and conjured up this idea of training for a half marathon, but it is true. And it's always a reminder that, you know, we want to have progress over perfection. And while we did have 21KM training plans in mind, when we first signed up, you know, life happens and we had to adapt our training plans accordingly. And we made strides in increasing our weekly running trainings by having short runs during the weekdays and longer runs during the weekends. But at the end of the day, it's a reminder to ourselves and our bodies and just to appreciate the fact that we can indeed do hard things. Amen to that. And you did a freaking hard thing and you should be so proud of yourself, Sarah. And you too, babe. Yeah, I mean, this whole experience felt like more than a race. It was actually a manifestation of the fact that we can challenge ourselves to go beyond our comfort zone and to do things that feel seemingly impossible. I mean, I I do exercise pretty regularly. I'm sure you do too. But initially when we signed up for it, the idea of doing like a 21 kilometers, half of what a marathon is, it seems so out of reach. So yeah, just leaving this here as a reminder to ourselves that we can do hard things and we have done hard things and we will be able to do hard things in the future. You know, some of the lessons that I learned during this journey is the power of being present and soaking up the moment that we are in. So As I spoke about earlier, I was in a state of mental frazzledness at the beginning because, yeah, I'm not very good at taking surprises sometimes. And what happened on the day itself was a bad Absolute surprise. 
absolute surprise. I was thinking, is my shoes going to give way? Um, when will the rain end? Will I be able to like hit the speed that I set for myself? And I think halfway, not even halfway through, like early through, I realized, you know what? Throw away these expectations, throw away these aims and goals that you have and just enjoy it and just focus on finishing it. So I kind of pivoted my goal to just completing. There's no point in cheering myself mentally to make sure I achieve, you know, X, Y, Z timing. And I think it really helped that we were listening to the Nike Run app and we had Coach Bennett in our ears, right? And I recall Coach Bennett was reminding us to watch our breath and, you know, make sure we're breathing well and just being joyful. I think that was a theme that stood out to me, like being absolutely we're running, right? I think when I heard that, it just reminded me that this is the first time we're doing a half marathon. In a way, it is a once in a lifetime experience. So I'm going to enjoy it and I want to be joyful as I do it. And I think the moment I said that, it sounds really cliche, honestly, but the moment I told myself that and the moment I reframed the way I was thinking about the whole thing, I felt myself like feeling lighter and it's weird how sometimes when you shift your mindset, your body physiologically adapts to it. And true enough, I felt my strides lighter. I could run faster. And in a way, it was a pretty much a very enjoyable run. The moment I got over some of these limitations and thoughts that I had, and it became a really liberating experience. Really, it was a, just a reminder of how it's important to be present at each moment that we are in and to just show up and to fully enjoy each moment. Yeah, that was something that I hope to be able to carry through. Even Not just running, in life as well. Yeah, absolutely. What else were some other lessons or reminders that you internalized? Yeah, so many. You know, even as we're recording this, Janice, you know, I'm looking at our faces and I'm just like seeing how, because it's still, it just happened a couple of days ago that it feels so real and it feels like we're still, I mean, we're still facing here and there some aches, you know, a reminder of this physical activity that we put our body through. But, you know, the point that you made about enjoying the experience, it really was something that I also fully embraced midway through the run when I saw that the rain was not subsiding. And it reminded me of something that, again, Marcus, our sweet dear friend Marcus, he reminded us, you know, to enjoy our first half marathon because it is not often in life that we get to do something that we've never done before. So bask in it and enjoy every single step. And those were some words of wisdom that he left me you know, a few days before the run, I'm sure he didn't know to, that we can expect rain. But, you know, truly it became more evident that we had to enjoy it and embrace every single step of the way. And so, yeah, I think the other learning that I had as well is how, you know, we can prepare as much as we want to prepare, you know, like we talked about all the training plans, but we can never fully prepare, never fully anticipate for all the unknowns, you need to be able to distinguish between what you can control and what you cannot control. So I mentioned that the night before I did a visualization exercise with my boyfriend, but we never in any of that visualization exercise talk about not just rain, but such heavy rain that did not stop during the entire 21 kilometers. And so, yeah, it was just a reminder, Janice, about when was the last time we ran in the rain? I can't think of I the last time. Yeah, for the life of me, I cannot. And I mean, newsflash, it happened. We ran in there for two hours and we're fine. Like, it, no rain's not going to kill you. And I don't I think that. any of us felt, I don't think any of us felt sick, did you? I didn't. I was perfectly fine. Shockingly. Shockingly. Now, now, we, can, <laughs> now we can debunk this Asian parent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, totally echoing what you said earlier, like anything and everything can happen. And 
at the end of the day, that is part and parcel of life. We can try to control and plan for different alternatives and, and scenarios. But sometimes life is just going to surprise you. And the important thing is like, attitude as it is also. Yeah, it's how you react and what your mindset is. Absolutely. Of these things. Absolutely. It, it is a lot about our attitudes in approaching life. I think another key, and we've spoken about this countless of times before, Janice and I really resonate with how knowing what works for us in terms of having the accountability. And in our case, we had a runner's crew to keep us going throughout the past three to four months of running. And I spoke about being an alter obliger before recognizing that I do need motivations and reminders and check-ins. And that's how we kept each other motivated, running at our own respective times. And But as long as we are clocking in the runs, and also sometimes we get caught up in the business that we forget to put in the runs. And so when someone else runs, it reminds us, okay, we also have to put in that, that training for ourselves. I think that's important. And at the end of the day also, another thing to that, right? Know what works for you and know that comparison is absolutely pointless and we shouldn't even bother, right? Because what works for everyone is different. What speed everyone's running at, it's, it's also different as well. And as long as we are continuously improving on our personal best each and every single day, that's all that matters. Absolutely. Sarah, let's share one tip that we would give someone or what we would tell ourselves at the start of the race. What's yours? Yeah, for anyone else that's considering doing a half marathon for the first time, or even if it's not a half marathon, even if it's a 10 kilometer, but the point of it is you're doing it for the first time. These are wise words that I, I can't claim credit for it. I would say they are words of the wise Marcus Van Gazel. And again, we've quoted him many times, but it really resonated with me when he said, remind yourself that you've already done the work. The event, the 21 kilometer half marathon is just the victory lap. So enjoy it. And think of how many kilometers you've clocked in already before that. A half marathon is not just a 21 kilometer. It is also all the other kilometers that you've put into your training. And really this event that we did on the 25th of September, it's just the end of all these months of trainings. And so coming to the point about enjoying it, recognizing that it's not often you get to do something that you've never done before and bask in it, enjoy every step of the way. That These are my words that I, I share and I, and I have stole them from Marcus. What about yourself, Janice? I love that. that, that was, that's a really good reminder, Marcus. And for me, I would say uh, one advice I, I would give is even if the longest distance you've run so far is a 3km or 5km, I would say to not let that stop you from signing up for that half marathon or even for that full marathon. Because... Even though you can't do it now, as long as you train towards it, your body will surprise you and you would eventually be able to do it. So yeah, don't let the fact that you, you're not a runner or you're not a current 21k potential runner, don't let that stop you. Just, just go for it. And wrapping up also on this half marathon memory that Janice and I are walking through, it was a reminder by coach Chris Bennett from the Nike Run Club. This is something he shared quite recently on recovering from a run. And I just wanted to share it because I thought it was very applicable. And this is what he says, write about what you accomplish and what you're feeling. What you just did is extraordinary. What you experienced out there on the roads was life-changing. The memory is fresh. It won't always be. So write and write it all down. And Janice, in our case, we are recording this in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Talk about it because believe me, someday you will need to remind yourself that you can do hard things. And this half marathon qualifies as a hard thing for us. 
the training to get to the half marathon was even harder. So write about all the hard things that you just got through. This is a badass story and it is ours to share. So we deserve to remember it. And I'm so glad we have the opportunity to do it through this episode, Janice. I love that. Such wise words of advice. And we'll be sure to remember this and to remind ourselves every time when we go through hard things. And I'm sure we'll come up with even harder challenges for our other first-timers and birthdays to remember as well, Janice. Oh, okay, guys. We'll be sure to make that an update episode every time we do something crazy. Feel free to laugh at us or join us. (laughs) Wrapping up, we have some other live updates to share with you, our dear listeners. We'd just like to use this opportunity to make the announcement that this, unfortunately, will be the last episode that we'll be releasing for the rest of 2022. Don't miss us too much. We know you will though, because we will surely miss you as our listeners as well. So for Janice, she's got loads coming up with wedding season. So we're very excited and looking forward to that. And for myself with some travels planned as well. But at the same time, we would still love hearing from you whenever you tune into our episodes. Don't forget to tag us on Instagram and always just slide into our DMs. You know, we love hearing from you. Yeah, we always love hearing from our listeners, chatting with you and just trying to understand what are some topics that you're keen to hear about? What are some things that are on your mind? And one final thing to say is that, you know, since things are currently opening up, thankfully, we do look forward to having in future some face-to-face catch-ups with our listeners. And who knows? I mean, it might be a thing where we have an Explore This podcast. Person meeting. Exactly. So let us know if this is something that you're keen to do. But I think... For now, this is Janice and Sarah and signing out for the rest of 2022. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And we'll speak to you soon. We'll be back before you know it. Bye. Bye. If you've stuck around to the end of this episode, we want to say thank you for exploring with us. And if you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and most importantly, share this episode with your friends. We'd love to hear from you. So you can also connect with us on Instagram using the Instagram handle Explore This Podcast. A-C-T-S-P-L-O-R-E This Podcast. New episodes for Explore This drops every Monday at 8pm. See you then! Thank you.